All right, we are back. That was Jeff Healy as the years go by. And uh, standing by to join us is Dr. Brian Robinson. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Thanks so much for calling into the show once again. I always enjoy having you on. And congrats on your latest book, Hashtag Chill, Turn Off Your Job and Turn On Your Life. How did that come about? Well, uh, part of it is a communion between my professional and personal life. Uh, And I've written uh, books before, and I've done research at the university on workaholism and the effects of workaholism on children and on marriage and um, in the family system itself. And uh, having been there and having the T-shirt, I wanted to spread that message to beyond people who are just workaholics, but to everyday people who experience this in one way or another. And that is uh, so many people today are up to their eyeballs and work, and they're hurrying and rushing and exhausted and burning out and saying they don't have time for anything else. Um, right. And so hashtag chill is a place where you can go, uh, and, and I talk about the ways to get there that helps you surmount all those obstacles in your life and slow down a little bit. I know because, well, as you know, my show, Get the Funk Out, is really about mm-hmm. mental health and self-care, and it's really important to dial into your mental, emotional, physical health. That's absolutely right, because uh, if we drove a car the way we drive ourselves, uh, the car <laughs> wouldn't last very long. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and when we look at it from a neurological point of view, uh, we have uh, a system for gas and a system for brakes, and we need both. When we drive a car, we need both, but we don't, we, we're not applying the brakes to our uh, emotional, psychological system. And, and by that, I mean taking time out. And in the book, I suggest five minutes a day uh, of some kind of meditation or in, internal quiet where you step out of the rat race and uh, put the brakes on your, what we call the parasympathetic nervous system. And the research shows that when we're slower at what we do, we can produce more the quality of what we produce is higher, and we enjoy ourselves, and we're healthier uh, in the process. Makes total sense to me. I I know that I do a lot of walking, and to mm-hmm. me, that's my form of meditation. And I might listen to meditation mm. music, and and whether I'm writing or whatever. But the point is that when I just disconnect from my life a little mm. bit and tune into, I call it my internal compass. Just tune yeah, into, like you know. To who, who I am, how do I feel, uh, mm-hmm. things are a little calmer. Absolutely. Uh, I meditate five minutes a day, and uh, I just um, do, sometimes in my office, sometimes at home, depending on where I am, I just go in and uh, focus on my breath for five minutes, breathing in through my nose and out through my mouth. I, uh, just so people know... Uh, and this is where people give up, your mind is going to wander, and you let that be okay, just bring your mind back to whatever you're focusing on, whether it's your walk or your breath or uh, open awareness where you're just listening to different sounds. Meditation is just focus, and usually it's portable, it's free, and Mm -hmm. has great benefits. It sure does, and I feel like it carries into your life. There's a ripple effect. It spills over, and um, you notice that after, after you've, meditated for a while it's just like going to the gym you start to see your muscles pop up and your weight fall off you start to realize hey i didn't react that way to that person one of the things about this book is 
it talks a lot about how we can act instead of react. And reaction is where is our survival brain or the lizard brain. And action is our rational brain where we're in charge instead of our mind being in charge of us. And that's really what it's about is being in charge of your thoughts and your feelings and your actions. Yes. Now, uh, you... You feel that there's a um, way to achieve balance between doing your job and then balancing your personal life. It's people always talk about how hard that is to have that balance. Well, uh, anything worth of, worth value is doesn't always come easy. Uh, right. Some of it has to do with again each of us being responsible for our own lives. And um, by one example would be. Uh, me setting the boundaries around my um, um, gadgets, my electronics, my email, my yes. um, <laughs> you know text and so forth. And a lot of people don't even stop to think, hey, I could turn that off for a little bit. Uh, and maybe sometimes they think they can't. But uh, it's, it's about setting boundaries. It's about making time for fun, making time for... Uh, your mind to just watch the grass grow or for idle moments where you're doing nothing. That brings in the being. Right. Balance is about being and doing. And in the book, I suggest folks make a to-be list to I go like along that. with the to-do list. I like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, and a lot of people kind of, they jerk their head and say, oh, I never even thought of it. That's cool. I think I will. And then it helps you really focus on what are things you could do just to be. Um, another exercise is uh, make a list of your tall comings to balance out your shortcomings. Oh, I like that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's just another, it just gives us a different way of looking at who we are and looking at our lives. Uh, part of it is perception. And uh, just thinking about what some of your tall comings are, even if you don't list them, you can do that driving to work. So a lot of these things don't take that much extra time. It's about asking, where's my mind going? What am I doing with the time that I'm, am I obsessing about this deadline or how this presentation I'm going to do or what the boss is going to think of me or my spouse, uh, you know, Yes. Uh, or are you in the present moment? And the book is really about learning to be more in the present moment instead of in the past or the future. Which we all need, by the way, because there, we have so much, I uh, know I do too, negative self-talk and we're always exactly. thinking ahead or, or agonizing in the past and we're worried and we're stressing about what's going to happen and we think we can predict the future and you know know what's going to happen and we're not in the present that's right and we can't control a lot of things that happen to us uh but if we can look at things differently we can we have the power to decide how we're going to respond to what happens to us and as we start to think that way it's powerful stuff and it builds up in the mountains i live here in the mountains we have an old saying, when treed by a bear, enjoy the view. Wait, wait, In other wait, words, wait say when, that again? When what? When you're, when you're treed by a bear. That means okay. you're up a tree and a bear's at the bottom. <laughs> enjoy the view. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we have bears everywhere here. Okay, I'd be up a tree, and, too. <laughs> right. Well, what that means, yeah, what that means is uh, I, I, don't, I can't do anything about the bear, but I can just stay here and enjoy the view until she leaves, you know. Right. Uh, it's about it's about adapting to life instead of expecting life to adapt to us. That's mm -hmm. where a lot of our our reactivity comes from. Is we expect things to turn out the way we want instead of blending into uh, fitting into what life wants for us. Yes, 
I also hear out of that, find the positive out of the negative. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Mother Nature wired us for negativity. Scientists call it a negativity bias that's in our DNA. And it's for survival. Again, it's the lizard brain. So that's one of the reasons we worry a lot. It's one of the reasons we tend to look at the more negative side of things instead of the positive. And while we have that negative voice, if you really stop and think about it, it's also we won't get our, stick our head off out and get it blown off. But mm-hmm. here's the paradox. That can keep us uh, in a prison. So Mother Nature says, okay, I've got you wired for survival. You can worry and you can uh, be afraid and you can um, ruminate. And if you want to be happy, that's up to you. And so it's up to each one of us to move beyond that than uh, afraid to take risks. I'm not talking about safety risk, but to stick our neck out a little bit and grow. And when we fail to look at that as part of our growth instead of giving up, keep going, don't stop. Um, And looking more at the positive side of things, we call that reframing in therapy. But there's always an upside to a downside situation. Oh, I completely agree. I always say when you're in a funk... Uh, there could be something really wonderful around the corner for you. You might lose that job or end that relationship, but you might it might have been stale, both things. That's true. Uh, I, I call that a crashing plane. A lot of times when people, uh, things are not working out and, and folks throw a temper tantrum, they don't realize that there's something better waiting for them in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it, ca- it came from a, a plane crash where the guy got really upset because he missed his connection but had he been on that connection he would have died because everybody uh, on that plane crashed and he fell literally on his knees this was in the charlotte international airport Mm -hmm. and uh, was thankful that it's you know one minute he's upset and angry because he missed the plane and then he's on his knees thinking that's a great example of what you just said we never know what's around the corner that's right and there are many blessings and gifts waiting for us it's not always negative Yes, and our first reaction is to be fearful or angry when you just Mm -hmm. need to take a breath and think, maybe this is, maybe there's a message here. Absolutely, and and what is that message? You know, what do I need to learn from this? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I like uh, a quote that you have, "Ask ask not what your life can do for you, ask what you can do for your life. Tell me about that, what that means to you. Right. I borrowed that from John F. Kennedy, who said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mm -hmm. It's a very similar philosophy. Life is not personal, and life is not going to adapt for Brian Robinson. Uh, So uh, I can either be angry and upset and worried, or I can say, okay, I'm going to adapt to whatever life sends. And that allows me, instead of... um, me reacting every time things don't go my way. It's really about me saying, okay, what can I do with this? And in Buddhism, we call it the second uh, zinger. The first zinger is when somebody cuts me off in traffic. That's not what my suffering comes from. It's the second zinger I throw at myself if I get upset and beat the steering wheel. It just fills my body with adrenaline, cortisol, which clogs my veins, lowers my immune system, uh, has all kinds of negative uh, mental and, and uh, physical uh, effects. So what if I just take a breath and try to forgive that person? That's my New Year's intention is to forgive people who get in my way 
because I've cut people off in traffic before. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've stepped in line in front of the, I did at the post office last week uh, accidentally when someone informed me where the line was, and, you know, that was fine. But so if somebody does that to me, if they can forgive me, why can't I forgive them? And, yes. you know, we're all doing the best we can for the most part. So what a world it would be if we could just be a little easier with each other. I agree. What else would you like people to know about your book? Well, I'd like the folks to know that they can take a test, find out how chill they are. It's free. It's on my website. Okay. And you will get an electronic score. And there are other things on my website, like some of the blogs that I write for Psychology Today and some other things that I've written that is all free. Folks can check out. But my website is www.brianrobinsonbooks.com. And it's B-R-Y-A-N, brianrobinsonbooks.com. Fantastic. And I put all your info on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Thank you so much for calling in. This is so inspiring. Thank you so much, Janine. I enjoyed it. So stand by. I'm going to talk to you for one more sec. Thanks again for calling in. And I'll have this posted on my blog within an hour after I wrap. Okay, very good. Stand by. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. That was Dr. Brian E. Robinson. And if you missed any part of this, again, it'll be on the show blog. Up next, I have an interview with Dean Stephen Barker.